Mary Fitz, your host, and our show is about exploring a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, connected, more aware, and perhaps gaining a wider perspective. Our show hosts many artists and art organizations because I believe the artistic lens allows us to experience the world in ways for us to more fully reach our many ranges of emotion, taking us on a journey of discovery that can inform, enrich, and empower. Well, my friends, this has been a tough week. As we prepare to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr.'s message of the beloved community, we are faced with bigotry, ignorance, and a total lack of empathy from our highest office in the land. I want to believe that our society can and should be so much better than the arrogance, vulgarity, and cruelty that Trump exhibits day in and day out. We need to fight this violence of the heart, and I do see it as a violence of the heart. We need to find our moral compass to navigate our way out of the narrow confines of our Puritan-fueled, white, Eurocentric, elitist path and discover Martin Luther King Jr.'s vision of what it means to be in a beloved community. And we can do something. Sometimes we feel like there's nothing that can be done. It's all just crashing down around us. But we can be part of art. And we can be um, ambassadors and invite others to be part of art because art can be a compass that allows us to discover. And today we are having a very important conversation on art and events that are coming up that address our human connectedness and ways to celebrate better loving choices. So we have Michael John Peace, who's the executive director of Park Square Theater, and Christopher Tykelo, who is the executive director of the Minnesota LGBTA One Voice Mixed Chorus. Welcome. Good morning. What a pleasure to be here. So glad you're here. And I love the events coming up. You've got some amazing artistic opportunities for us to celebrate um, so many different ways that we can be inclusive and support love versus violence. Oh, indeed. That's what it's all about. What I'd like to uh, first do is learn more about your whole season. Uh, we're going to start with Park Square, and Michael John's going to be telling us about the whole season, but then we're going to get to their upcoming show, The Cardboard Piano, that poses the moral question about our capacity of love greater than violence. So, oh, and we'll also, later in the show, I want to make sure you all know about this, um, we're going to be uh, learning about the One Voice Concert Sanctuary, and that celebrates our rich Minnesota voices of immigrants and the stories they bring and how they completely add and create um, more to our tapestry of culture. And, and learning about that and connecting to that uh, is a privilege and an opportunity that I want to share with you all about. So Park Square mission is to enrich our community by producing and presenting exceptional live theater that touches the heart, engages the mind, and delights the spirit. Indeed. What and we'll I... be doing all of those things in 2018. <laughs> Wonderful. So I know we'll talk more about cardboard piano in yep. depth. Right. Um, uh, but it's a wonderful, compelling, brand new play new to this market. Midwest premiere. Right? Yes, indeed. Uh, so that is going into previews uh, very soon, soon and very soon, teching <laughs> yes. this weekend. Yeah. Um, and then we're off. You know, we also need some just fun. Yes. So we need to get a different earworm in our head. So the Pirates <laughs> of Penzance, our first ever foray into the world of Gilbert and Sullivan starting February 9th. Well, this is kind of special because I remember on our last show when we all were together, we were getting ready for your Pirates of Penzance at One Voice. Yes, we were. So, yes. so the Pirates continue. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this time the pirates will be indoors. However. Okay. <laughs> we thought that would be good rather than the Isaac Palace. Uh, so we've got a fantastic cast, Bradley Greenwald, uh, Christina Baldwin, Max Watanowicz, uh, and a fantastic uh, premise. So we're used to the really big productions like One Voice with their chorus of more than 100. Uh, and this is uh, nine actors 
uh, often playing instruments themselves. Oh, how fun. But the setup is based in history. Gilbert and Sullivan came, rushed to New York to open their new show, uh, and they forgot part of the script and had to rework it on the boat. So we've set the whole thing on the boat on the way here. (laughs) Quick, we have a rewrite. Who remembers what? Yes. (laughs) And actually, historically, that is the version of Pirates that they wrote over on the boat that has been done ever since. Not the the original version that they did in London. Oh, how wonderful. Um, So that's for Pure Delight, February 9th through March 25th. Um, And then we're kind of back into I think the heart of our mission uh, with our remount of A Raisin in the Sun, uh, which we're doing during the day for schools and at night for those of us who want to touch that story of the younger family. Loved it last year. Just amazing. Um, And then we have not done a public performance of the Diary of Anne Frank in quite a while. And uh, we'll be doing a couple of weekends of that uh, this April. Uh, It's such a timely story. This is, um, you know, we've been presenting this for almost 20 years. uh, And it is more timely now than at any time in our history of its production. That's for sure. (laughs) And then we end the season with just a wonderful romp. It's a very smart um, send-up, which sometimes can be satirical, but this is to send up all the things we love about Sherlock Holmes, uh, Ken Ludwig's Baskerville. Uh, so we've got five actors, uh, mostly young, uh, uh, quite diverse in themselves, and they play 40 characters. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so just the sheer theatricality is a, lot a great of, way to go into the summer. A lot of shape-shifting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Um, and then we've got two of our favorite companies uh, on the boss stage. First, uh, Flying Foot Forum, Joe Koala with mm-hmm. his French twist, uh, 25th anniversary uh, music and dance and theater piece. And then a uh, world premiere from our friends at Moo Performing Arts, which the title may put you off, but go with me, The Korean Drama Addict's Guide to Losing Your Virginity. <laughs> It's actually a Hmong story, but this young Hmong woman, like uh, most Asian Americans and many across the world, is addicted to Korean drama. They're soap operas. <laughs> well, I used to go to a Korean barbecue uh, right off of university, oh, sure. and they had the Korean uh, soap operas up. And uh-huh. I have to tell you, even when you don't know the language, you do get sucked in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in this play, you kind of go in and out of sort of the reality and then their fantasy world that all the characters are living through uh. the Korean drama. That's fun. You kind of feel like you're in a fantasy world when you're you're watching a yes. Korean barbecue uh, <laughs> soap opera. So that sounds wonderful. Yeah. So you've got a full season. What I love is that you have such a nice variety. Um, yeah. And and I often um, encourage our audience to think not just in going to one show. One show's great and, yeah. and enjoy and, and then uh, tell us what you think of it. But I think you get the whole character and flavor of your theater when you participate in all of them. They kind of almost inform each other. Oh, for sure. And three show packages are always available. Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, and after all, once you figure out where to park when the wild is playing, why do you want to lose that information? <laughs> Just come back and come back again. <laughs> well, I do like to do, do that. And I also like to come down and, and eat beforehand. There's some mm-hmm. wonderful restaurants right around that area. And oh, it's yeah. A, it's and in a, fact, right across from us, a place, you know, we always think of the really fancy restaurants mm-hmm. in St. Paul. Afro Deli just won an award from the St. Paul Chamber, oh, nice. um, a Dubner Award for uh, diversity and innovation. Oh. And it's great, quick, wonderful um, uh, food from a variety of places, uh, but particularly uh, the African experience. Yeah, it's great. Well, speaking of the African experience, uh, as <laughs> a segue. You picked up on my segue. There we yes. go, as a segue. <laughs> uh, tell me about Cardboard Piano. This show... Uh, When I heard the reading um, just at the very first rehearsal, you can't believe what's happening. It's so compelling. Uh, So it is set in a place of sanctuary, giving you another segue for later. Uh, It's in a missionary church in Uganda at midnight on New Year's Eve 1999. And so here's a place where two young women have stolen in to have a secret wedding ceremony. The white daughter of the missionary pastor and her uh, Ugandan girlfriend. And we'll talk later about what a dangerous statement this is now, let alone Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. And they get interrupted by a child soldier who is seeking sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that just that moment could be a whole play, but it really goes on from there about how 
what is our capacity for to be forgiven and mm-hmm. to forgive, mm-hmm. and the partitions we put up in ourselves where mm-hmm. we can forgive for one thing and not another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just, but it, but it's such a human, intimate story, and it's in the. I know one of the things the cast has talked about is how do they bring the outside of the Ugandan civil war into this church because we're seeing it all through the lens of this very intimate story playing out among these four actors who plays seven different characters between the two acts. Uh, but they're all linked. And then that's, it's not a mystery, but then that's part of the fun theatrically is to see, oh, all right, now you're this character now, and how does that relate to the character you were in the first act? Um, but it's, uh, so that was their challenge, how to bring the sweep of that political crisis into this church. And as I've been reading about this and the author, uh, I, I'm intrigued with her vision of um, how it comes together in terms of spirituality, mm-hmm. our faith choices. How oh, yeah. does How does faith inform our moral compass? Yeah. Uh, and how, how do the different perceptions of faith and um, religion right. uh, conflict? And, and when is a church a sanctuary for all and when is it a sanctuary for some? Mm-hmm. But I don't – you know, I know we um, – I get a sense of your listeners, but I do want to say too, if you're a member of a faith community as I am, this is uh, – it's not – the church is not on trial. Right. It, it's just – it's really about the center of things, mm-hmm. about how we navigate our spirituality and our faith. Yeah. And how do we create empathy for others in, in terms of understanding um, – their faith base mm-hmm. and what does that look like and and it's from everything i read it doesn't sound judgmental no not at all but it definitely and i think one of the one of the wonderful things about theater is you get to be in someone else's life right. but this is far enough away that you can look at your own life but it's it's not too close right it's in another country 20 years ago gives you some distance well we'll be talking some more about cardboard uh piano in our next segment. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go to parksquaretheater.org during this short intermission where we're having some ads. And we'll be right back and we'll we'll talk more about that. And if you want to give us a call, I'll give the phone number when we get right back. Stop. Pop quiz time. What did you have for breakfast today? What are you having for dinner this evening? Chances are you can answer both of these questions. Unfortunately, there are nearly 200,000 children in Minnesota who can't. Hands and Feet was formed on the belief that children deserve better. We make custom inspiring apparel and donate 50% of our profits to programs which fight childhood hunger. Visit us at yourhandsandfeet.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at yourhandsandfeet to join the fight to end childhood hunger. One Voice Mixed Chorus, Minnesota's LGBTA chorus, returns to the Ordway Concert Hall for Sanctuary, an unforgettable evening of choral music celebrating the music of immigrants who make Minnesota home, including Scandinavian, German, Irish, Mexican, Hmong, and Somali. One Voice will also perform You Will Be Found for Broadway's Dear Evan Hansen and I Come From Good People. That's at the Ordway Concert Hall Friday, January 19th and Sunday, January 21st. Call 651-224-4222 or check out onevoicemn.org for tickets today. Want to see someone walk through a wall of jello? Want to find out what playwrights do when you make them write about hidden chili peppers? Come to Theater Unbound 24-hour Extreme Theater Smackdown. Six new short plays written within 24 hours featuring fearless women theater artists using ingredients voted on by you, the public. Saturday, January 13th, 8 p.m. at Stepping Stone Theater in St. Paul. Visit theaterunbound.com to purchase tickets and vote on ingredients. Theater Unbound, the women's theater. Now on display at the Museum of Russian Art is an exhibition of beautiful icons and sacred art from the 19th century called Russian Sacred Art Connecting Heaven and Earth. Liturgical music from the best Russian choirs gently accompanies your experience of these pillars of spiritual life. Open daily and with free parking, Timora is the easiest museum to get to Minneapolis, so plan your visit today at tmora.org. That is tmora.org. The great magician Philip Winterbottom cordially requests your presence for his final disappearing act. Sadly, he's dead. So, he won't be there. 
But he's left very clear magical instructions. On tour from London, Single Shoe Productions presents a disappearing act. A unique, interactive, magic-filled comedy. Come take part in a special memorial service you won't soon forget. Capacity is limited, so get your tickets now for a disappearing act. At the Southern Theatre this January 25th through 28th. Tickets available at southerntheatre.org. Learn about wine, learn about yourself. How? With the Wine Fate fortune-telling cards. 24 cards, each explaining a different wine grape that can be read like tarot cards, only easy. It's a unique, fun new way to explore the wine world and get a glimpse of your future. Uncork your destiny. Find out what the Wine Fate fortune-telling cards can tell you. Love, money, success, or what wine to have with dinner. Great for a party or a girl's night. Order your deck now by going to winefate.com. That's winefate.com. Welcome back. I'm Laurie Fitz, and we're glad you're here today. And we're hoping that you'll give us a call at 952-946-6205, and we'll talk about art, we'll talk about plays, we'll talk about the Sanctuary concert coming up, and we have two amazing guests that are with us today that you can talk with as well. Michael John Peace, who is the executive director of Park Square Theater, and we have Christopher Tykelo, who is the executive director of the Minnesota LGBTA One Voice Mixed Chorus. Correct. Welcome, welcome to you both. Now, we started in our last segment, you gave a nice overview of all the plays coming up, and then we started to talk about Cardboard Piano that opens January 19th and runs through February 18th by Hansel Jung, uh, directed by Signe V. Haraday. Indeed. Uh, drama is going to be at the Andy Boss, and this is a Midwest premiere. It is indeed. We actually had a group of donors and subscribers at the Louisville um, Actors Theater Humana Festival of New Plays two years ago see this with our artistic director. And after the first act at intermission, they were like, we have to do this play. This is so compelling. And then someone said, you know, new plays often fall down in the second act. And they're like, it doesn't matter. The second act could suck. We still need to do this play. And then the second act, because they thought, where is it going? Yeah. And then it, it went new places. So, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Couldn't wait. It was uh, immediately after the curtain came down, um, we were um, emailing the agent for the playwright. (laughs) Wonderful. Yeah. Well, in case you missed in the first segment, um, the play is about – it's set – well, actually, it's set in northern Uganda. And it's about our capacity for love versus violence and how a American, a missionary, and a local teenage girl steal into a candlelit church to exchange vows in a secret wedding ceremony. But there's some challenges in, oh, in sure. having that ceremony take place. And I think in this country we can understand – we have a sense of homophobia, but mm-hmm. it seems in the past particularly right. very violent homophobia, um, even though it's not. But for the general public, especially in our Twin Cities bubble, it can seem like how real is that? And in Uganda, homophobia is much more like institutional racism and sexism here. It's in the air people breathe. They don't even know they're doing it. And so it swings back and forth in there these times where not only would this young Ugandan woman have would her life be in danger if it was found out she was a lesbian, but her entire family, their house could be burned, they would lose their jobs. I mean, it, it's, was, it swings back, and about every 10 years, there's just intense violence around it, but it's there all the time. Um, so we have two characters, the two women in the first act, and then we have a young man in the second act um, who are risking everything to be who they are. And they're coming into this church, which in the first act um, on the eve of the new millennium is a missionary church. And 15 years later, when we visit this same sanctuary, the same building, it's now a Ugandan church. Mm -hmm. And we become very surprised at who has become the pastor of it, uh, this Ugandan man. and so it, it does interweave the the civil strife there and all that social upheaval and puts it because one of the characters is a white American woman who's the daughter of these idealistic missionaries right up against what we as AM950 listeners think of as the way you would move forward in that situation mm-hmm. because we don't have an understanding of how deeply ingrained that homophobia is mm-hmm. and that social strife is. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, it's also interesting because I think a lot of um, – well, there's a lot of people out there that don't know much about Uganda. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that it's over there, but we don't really understand the strife that's going on. Um, 
not only is there gay marriage challenges, but children are are being recruited to be soldiers yeah. and are being recruited to kill and mutilate uh, and um, do uh, you know horrendous things. And how do we square ourselves in terms of um, being able to know about that and confront that and have a caring vigilance about it? Oh. And I understand that um, on one of the performances, the Sundays at the 28th, mm-hmm. you'll be having a guest of the um, – a center for the victim of torture. Yes, they're our lead partners for this production because they actually had psych- psychologists come to speak with the cast about treating people who've been through the trauma that these characters represent and how does that play out. And uh, their executive director, Kurt Goring, is going to give a talk on their work in Uganda and kind of the current situation there um, at 1 o'clock on Sunday, um, January 28th. Uh, and that's included with your ticket, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets for that performance here today. Yep. yep. You may. We're going to let you start calling at the end of this segment. So, uh, so be as ready. We, yeah, as we go to commercial, <laughs> I'll give that phone number again. Excellent. Um, but yeah, we're going to be giving tickets away now. It starts. The play starts at two o'clock. Correct. But it's a pre-show, isn't it? With right. The, and so, what time should folks get there if they're going? Oh, one o'clock. One yeah. o'clock for the yeah. pre-show discussion. Yeah, because the show itself is definitely about the emotion and the heart and the spirit mm-hmm. of what these characters are going on. So it's not something where you'll walk. So that's what you'll walk away with an understanding of and mm-hmm. how it connects to you. Uh, but you don't learn about. Uganda. It's not right. preachy or didactic right. that way. It really is a great gripping story. And I think at the end, it really leaves you, it, it doesn't give you a sugar-coated ending, right? Nothing mm-hmm. is ending happily or easily for these characters, mm-hmm. but it does give you this great capacity for hope. Yeah. I think stories give us access to understanding um, crises in a different way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can read the crisis in a very journalistic um, documentary style, but when we get inside someone's own story, I think the humanitarian crisis takes on a texture and a depth that allows us to relate to something, even if it's not all laid out for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the story may give us more reason to want to understand and want to learn more and, and want to um, support change. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is a show that will definitely having you chewing over it long after the show over a glass of wine or what have you and sending you to the Internet to learn more. Right. Uh, one of the things that I've posted on Facebook is about the night commuters. Mm. And I'm not sure if that's mentioned in the play much, um, but children between 8 and 14, referred to as night commuters, could walk up to 20 kilometers um, to find places of safety mm-hmm. and to hide. And they would do this. There's up to 40,000 children that fled their homes in the countryside to, to sleep in relative safety of, in a town that would let them in. Right, exactly. And so that's the case of this child soldier that we meet in the first act. And then in the second act, when he's grown up, to get a sense of how you start to navigate your life after you've been forced to commit mm-hmm. atrocities, right? Mm. And and so that's – yeah, it's, it's just fascinating and rich and it just flies by. I mean you just – you watch this play or listen to this play and you think that was 90 minutes? I, I think it's like 10 minutes. Wow. I want more. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Well, again, I want to encourage our audience uh, – to, to go. Go see the show. And to buy tickets, you can go to parksquaretheater.org. Or is it .com? I'm .org. .org. I did get it right the first time. Uh, <laughs> Parksquaretheater.org. Um, you can read about uh, the play. You can share it with friends. Um, one that's important. And, and I also encourage you to think about coming to the day with the Center for Victim of, Victims of Torture uh, and be part of being progressive, doing yeah. something. Uh, uh, well, and I know you were a volunteer with them. Yep. I went to their fundraising breakfast. They do amazing, yes. amazing work Yes, that you just think it's impossible to take on, and yet they do, and they make such change for people. So Absolutely. Even before I started working on the this radio show, uh, I was going out and making presentations at colleges and, and high schools. So cool. it's a, so, yeah. a, something near and dear to my heart. See the drama and then come back for Pirates of Penzance for the palate cleanser. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So call in for your free tickets. There are two tickets that are being given away. The number is 952-946-6205. Again, that number is 952-946-6205. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back and we'll learn more about Sanctuary brought to us by the One Voice Chorus. (laughs) 
Located in the vibrant Lynn Lake neighborhood in Minneapolis, the Jungle Theater sparks meaningful dialogue through compelling stories, meaningful acting, and exquisite design. The Jungle is more than just a theater, though. It's a community that inspires empathy and reflects our changing world. This winter, experience the magic of the Jungle with a duet of dynamic one-person plays. First is Ishmael, in which one actor gives a tour de force of the many voices of Herman Melville's classic novel Moby Dick, accompanied by members of the bluegrass band Pert Near Sandstone. Ishmael is on stage January 13th through February 4th. Next up, from February 10th through March 4th, is New York Times critics' pick My Mother Has Four Noses, written and performed by acclaimed singer-songwriter Jonathan Brooke. This show is the beautiful and heartbreaking tale of Jonathan's final two years together with her mother, who was battling Alzheimer's. Buy your tickets now by going to jungletheater.com or treat yourself to a subscription for the 2018 season by calling the box office at 612-822-7063. Want to see someone walk through a wall of jello? Want to find out what playwrights do when you make them write about hidden chili peppers? Come to Theater Unbound 24-hour Extreme Theater Smackdown. Six new short plays written within 24 hours featuring fearless women theater artists using ingredients voted on by you, the public. Saturday, January 13th, 8 p.m. at Stepping Stone Theater in St. Paul. Visit theaterunbound.com to purchase tickets and vote on ingredients. Theater Unbound, the women's theater. One Voice Mixed Chorus, Minnesota's LGBTA chorus, returns to the Ordway Concert Hall for Sanctuary, an unforgettable evening of choral music celebrating the music of immigrants who make Minnesota home, including Scandinavian, German, Irish, Mexican, Hmong, and Somali. One Voice will also perform You Will Be Found for Broadway's Dear Evan Hansen and I Come From Good People. That's at the Ordway Concert Hall Friday, January 19th and Sunday, January 21st. Call 651-224-4222 or check out onevoicemn.org for tickets today. All of us want to make a difference. As veterans, we committed to protect our country. We served and sacrificed for the things that mattered most. Those experiences shaped our lives, even if it isn't always obvious to those around us. And now that we've served, our commitments have taken on a new meaning. We're husbands, wives, parents, friends, and neighbors, but sometimes we still feel alone. We forget that our biggest challenge can be to ask for support when we need it. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans, service members, and their loved ones. Dial 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat online at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. It matters. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be sunny and cold with a high near 4 and wind chill values as low as negative 18. Tonight, increasing clouds with a low around negative 7 and wind chill values of negative 16. Tomorrow will be snowy with highs of 15 and wind chills of negative 15. Don't miss the Home Improvement and Design Expo this Saturday at Canterbury Park in Shakopee. See up to 150 home improvement experts. The Home Improvement and Design Expo this Saturday only at Canterbury Park. It's the smart place to start your home improvement project. See it all at expoguys.com. That's expoguys.com. Welcome back to Connections. We've been having a great morning. We've been talking with our dear friend Michael John Peace, who is the executive director of Park Square Theater. Learned about their season, uh, about their show coming up, uh, Cardboard Piano and the Sanctuary. <laughs> yes. That, that is part of the, uh, the play and which is a wonderful segue to also have Christopher Tykolo, who is the executive director of One Voice, talk about the upcoming concert, Sanctuary, that will be at the Ordway. And there's also a free concert, isn't there, as well? That is correct, yes. As a matter of fact, uh, our free concert is tonight uh, at uh, Faith Mennonite Church in Minneapolis. Yep, I've got it down as 2720 East 22nd Street, uh, and the doors open at 7 p.m. That is correct for a 7.30 performance. Terrific. So you got to get there early to grab your spot. Absolutely. So tell me about this wonderful concert. So Sanctuary. Um, so our artistic director, after uh, the election of 2016, uh, when he who shall not be named uh, was elected, um, was really uh, 
horrified by many of the things that that uh, that, of, that the administration has been talking about and doing and saying and attempting to do. Well, from the get-go, from the time he went down the escalator. Right, exactly. <laughs> the first words out of his mouth did not seem to embrace our uh, um, the immigration that we hold dear. Exactly. And so uh, so our artistic director, Jane Ramsire-Miller, really wanted to uh, create a concert around uh, celebrating and exploring uh, the musical cultures of the uh, immigrants who have made Minnesota home. Uh, so we are performing um, music uh, that is uh, some of your traditional uh, German, Scandinavian, uh, Irish uh, pieces. But then we're also performing uh, pieces. Uh, we're performing a, a piece in Hmong. Uh, we're performing a piece in Somali. Um, and so it's really celebrating just the rich heritage uh, of, of the immigrants who have made Minnesota home. Well, when I read your press release, uh, and it was delightful, I saw, um, you know, of course, the Scandinavian, the Irish, but the, the idea of some of the early African-American uh, music coming here because of the Underground Railroad that brought them here to Minnesota. Yes, that I is mean, correct, too. That's a powerful uh, link for me to, to know that, that we were part of creating a pathway to freedom. Absolutely, absolutely, and the songs that celebrate that. So yes, as a matter of fact, one of my one of my personal favorites is uh, uh, "We Shall Not Be Moved," uh, which will be uh, part of this concert. Um, uh, people may remember that piece from uh, last year's concert that we performed um, about uh, openly gay act- African American activist Byard Rustin, um, and so uh, really glad to be uh, to be visiting that that piece again. And tell me about Green Voices. Uh, so Green Card Voices, uh, so they are um, uh, a nonprofit. Uh, their mission is to share stories of our nation's 40 million immigrants and put a human face to the current immigration debate. And so we've been working with them. They actually just recently won. Uh, they, they took a number of these stories and they published a book uh, that recently just won an award. I mm-hmm. don't recall the award off the mm-hmm. top of my head, but mm-hmm. um, uh, but they will be uh, they'll be at the concert. Uh, they'll have their uh, display uh, in the lobby at the Ordway, and uh, they'll be uh, selling books as well. And um, it's been a great partnership. We um, we have a couple of uh, young. Uh, queer um, students who are going to be uh, sharing their own uh, stories of immigration and coming to this country. And so I think that that just adds uh, such uh, an intriguing layer to uh, to, to the performances. So there'll be storytelling interspersed with the music that, with the music that, that folks are singing. Exactly, yes. Tell me a little bit more about the Hmong music. Uh, so the piece that so uh, one of the pieces that we're performing is a piece called uh, Reunion, and uh, it was actually written by uh, a couple of uh, students who uh, graduated from Central High School oh, in St. Nice. Paul. Nice. And um, we had a, a, a young man, uh, Yu Feng Zhang, who uh, actually went to Johnson High School and is now a student at the U of M. Uh, help the cor- come in and work with the chorus on their um, Hmong pronunciation, um, and so uh, so it's been and and we've brought other you know people from from various uh, immigrant cultures in to uh, to work with the the chorus to make sure that that the the um, pronunciations are are correct and and, and accurate. Oh, wonderful! And uh, you mentioned that there's Somali music. So yes, we will be performing um, what uh, was uh, the Somali national anthem up until uh, up until the, the year 2012. Um, apparently, uh, there's a, a new uh, a new anthem that that uh, is now performed. But uh, that uh, that piece will be performed uh, as part of the, as part of the concert. And there's Paul Bunyan. Yes. <laughs> so tell me about Paul. And now going from Somali's national anthem back to our roots of, of Paul Bunyan, uh, I understand there's a lumberjack uh, so, yes. chorus. Yes, there is what a lumberjack the chorus. What the heck is that? Uh, well, uh, that is uh, part of the uh, operetta that Benjamin Britten wrote. Okay. Um, and uh, that uh, – it, it'll be a lot of fun. So. <laughs>
<laughs> it sounds wonderful. So tell me about, have you heard all of the music? Have you listened in? Have you snuck into rehearsals? How's it going? I've snuck into a few rehearsals. I've heard some of the music, not all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's going great. It's going great. We just performed um, at uh, Augsburg University a couple of days ago for one of our Out in Our Schools programs, mm-hmm. uh, the day that we were supposed to get the really big storm and yeah. everyone was wondering what's going to happen with the weather. And um, uh, it was we had a great performance that day. And uh, it was great to see um, to have a lot of young people come and, and uh, experience us. What was their reaction in, in looking and in, in, um, sensing how they were receiving the music? What did you sense? Uh, it was a really powerful response. Uh, uh, there was uh, there was a young woman in particular who I think was there. Were, there were a couple of, of moments that I noticed where uh, this particular student was really moved. Uh, the the first instance I'm recalling is uh, when we sang the the Somali national anthem, um, and then uh, also uh, when after we performed a piece uh, called "You Will Be Found," uh, which is from uh, a new. Broadway musical called Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to confess, I'm not as familiar with the musical as I uh, would like to be. Um, I am certainly looking forward to seeing it uh, when uh, when it, it comes to town. Um, but it's uh, supposed to be a, a really powerful uh, work that has really taken Broadway by storm. And uh, that piece in particular, I think, really uh, speaks to people. And impacted this young woman. Yes, absolutely. Is there a song that that really resonated with you and helped you gain a maybe wider perspective of of our immigrant uh, state that we have? Um, well, uh, there are a couple that I can think of. Um, uh, the Somali national anthem is beautiful um, and and uh, quite wonderful. Um, you will be found is a piece that I personally found uh, really really moving mm-hmm. um, uh, as a as a member of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, uh, there's another piece that that is performed uh, as part of the as part of the concert is a piece called uh, "I Come from Good People," uh, which is from uh, a larger work uh, that uh, is about the uh, the LGBT experience mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, Biological family and found yes, family. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. So um, you know, finding uh, finding your family and finding finding yourself, I think, is uh, is is really important. I, uh, you know, it's so Minnesotan. We're good people. You know, I come right. from good people. I, I think of that as so Midwestern and and dear and strong. Exactly. Exactly. So, in creating this piece. Um, how, are you hoping that you'll reach out to you know the whole community? Come on down and sell out. And do you have some uh, some sense on how how sales are going? And so sales are strong, but we Good. certainly have uh, we certainly have seats available. Um, and uh, we would love to see as many people uh, at our concerts as possible. Uh, you know, it was interesting um, the other day. I was reading an article about. Um, uh, about the the Somali community um, uh, in Minnesota, and particularly uh, the LGBT Somali community, uh, and there is uh, a quite a strong LGBT community uh, amongst the Somali community. But the challenge is that the LGBT Somali community is finding it challenging to integrate within the larger LGBT community. Interesting, and the. The article really struck me, and I I hope uh, that that we will see some some young LGBT Somali people join us um, because and we join really, the one voice. Yes, because yeah. we we really want to welcome as many mm-hmm. uh, as many people into the community as we can. Well, I also want to give a shout out to our Minnesota State Representative. Uh, I am Omar. Um, she is the first Somali American to be elected to our state legislator, le- le- state legislation. Our st- to our we'll state there. office. There we yes. go. She's a state rep, all right? Um, our state legislator uh, in all of America. Uh, so we've got leadership here. She was pretty taken aback uh, by the comments of our, our president. And I just want to share this uh, statement that she made. I am not ashamed of the country where I was born. I'm not ashamed to call myself an American now. I am a proud immigrant, refugee, Minnesotan, and a proud state legislator. 
But make no mistake, I am ashamed, disturbed, and outraged that the leader of the United States can't see beyond his own embarrassing privilege and embrace the diversity that has made this country great for generations. Now, I bring that up because I want us to do something. I want us to be able to make a statement that we are proud of our immigrants and that we are proud of our Minnesota immigrants. Absolutely. And that this opportunity to come to this concert Yes, wonderful cultural opportunity to learn about all of our rich texture and our tapestry of cultures. But I think it's also a way to stand up and say we're proud. This is something that we can do as an advocacy um, in the face of a vulgarity that we love our immigrants and we are immigrants here. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and and I have to say that uh, with this particular concert, I mean, uh, we really hope that people will take action. Mm-hmm. Um, we have specific information in the program uh, that we're asking uh, our audience members uh, to to go out and do. Um, for example, um, get to know your get to know your uh, neighbors who are uh, who are immigrants. Uh, support immigrant uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's so critical. Uh, read books by immigrant authors. Talk to your friends and family about about these issues. Um, it's so interesting. Um, so the U.S. government is spending $2.1 billion on four new immigrant detention centers, and one of them is being planned for Minnesota. No, no, that, no, that must not be. We must not let that happen. No, we shouldn't let that happen. Right, Absolutely. Right. And um, there are so many ways to get involved. Get involved with the ACLU. Mm-hmm. Uh, get involved with um, uh, Isaiah. Get involved with the Interfaith Coalition on Immigration. Um, for their, uh, They have a monthly uh, faith action vigils at the Ramsey County Detention Center. And you're also posting on your website. You're keeping that updated, ways to for folks to do something. So, yes, absolutely. And that's onevoicemn.org. Correct. And I encourage you to not only go to the concert, but keep up with the advocacy that is being offered through One Voice, uh, a wonderful organization. So I want to make sure you all know January 19th at 7.30 at the Ordway Concert Hall. Also, they're doing it January 21st at 3.30 and tonight, free concert. Uh, But get there early. It's at the Faith Mennonite Church, 2720 East 22nd Street. And we'll be talking some more about One Voice, so stay tuned. Our journey of hands and feet started when I learned about a four-year-old boy in my class who'd been going without lunch for the first three months of the school year. The fact is, he's one of nearly 200,000 children in Minnesota who face hunger on a daily basis. Hands and Feet was formed on the belief that children deserve better. We make custom, inspiring apparel and donate 50% of our profits to programs which fight childhood hunger. Visit us at yourhandsandfeet.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Your Hands and Feet to join the fight to end childhood hunger. Stages Theatre Company is dedicated to creating a space where diverse opinions, courageous dialogue, and community engagement is not only valued, but vital to our shared artistic and educational success. Stages Theatre Company creates a welcoming home for all. For over 30 years, Stages has supported quality theater programming for children. Stages gives opportunities for youth to be on stage, backstage, in the audience, and in the classroom. Whether you come to see a show, enroll a young person in a workshop, or benefit from their outreach programs in the community, Stages brings art to life. Learn about Stages Theater by going to stagestheater.org and become part of the magic of live theater by taking your family to an amazing show or enrolling someone you love in an education program. Stages Theater Company operates out of the Hopkins Center for the Arts, located in Main Street in the heart of downtown Hopkins. For more information on Stages Theater, go to stagestheater.org. That's stagestheater.org. Connections Radio Show wants to feature your favorite nonprofits as well as the arts that mean the most to you. Do you have a nonprofit you care about or an artist that you'd like to have featured on Connections Radio Show? We have very reasonable advertising and sponsorship packages that would provide for an on-air segment or perhaps a whole show. Interested? I'm Lori Fitz, and contact me at fitzradio at gmail.com. That's F-I-T-Z radio at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. 
Our Twin Cities culinary scene has a lot to celebrate, and that's just what we're going to do on February 25th at the Pantages Theater. The Charlie Awards is the local culinary version of the Academy Awards for the Twin Cities restaurant industry. Proceeds from the event go to Open Arms, a nonprofit that delivers healthy, made-from-scratch meals to people with life-threatening illnesses. Your ticket to the award ceremony is also your passport to the after-party, with food, drinks, entertainment, and a chance to hobnob with the current and previous Charlie's winners. Following on the heels of the Charlie's, just two weeks later on March 12th, a VIP reception and dinner will be held at Open Arms. So mark your calendars, February 25th for the awards and after party, and March 12th for the VIP event. To buy tickets, go to info at charliesexceptional.com, and be sure to check out the fun on our website, charliesexceptional.com. I'm your host, Lori Fitz, and we've had just a wonderful conversation with two artistic direct- executive directors for artistic organizations. We've had our friend Michael John Peace, who is the executive director of Park Square Theater, and our friend Christopher Tykelo, who is the executive director of Minnesota LGBTA One Voice Mixed Chorus. And in our last segment, we were talking about Sanctuary, which is a celebration of our Minnesota immigrants. Yes, absolutely. It's going to be an amazing concert. Great concert and also an opportunity for advocacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, again, you know, get to know your immigrant neighbors. Get to uh, get out to uh, festivals to learn more about the immigrant cultures that make uh, Minnesota such a rich uh, community. And we have some great ones in town. Absolutely. And we love having uh, a culture that is filled with many – with multicultural opportunities. Yes, Exactly. So you also were mentioning a little bit about refugees. So yeah, so uh, just some information that we uh, that we have in our program. You know, we're talking about um, uh, refugee status, and you know, a refugee is a legal status uh, offering resettlement in the U.S. to protect people fleeing persecution, and that all refugees are immigrants, but not all immigrants are refugees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's uh, an they have a special point. status, right? Correct. And there are ways that we can support them as well. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, join the ACLU. Uh, join the Interfaith Coalition on Immigration for their monthly faith action vigils at the Ramsey County Detention Center. Um, just uh, get involved. Um, uh, talk to your uh, representatives um, in at the state level um, and express your concerns. We'll be putting up some of your suggestions on our website, and that's fitzradio.com. Uh, uh, fits-radio.com and we'll have it on our calendar and some suggestions that we'll link back to your page. That would of, be awesome. Yep, we're happy to do that. Thank you. And I also wanted to mention um, your season. Uh, we talked a little bit about Park Square season. want to get back to your one voice. We start off with Sanctuary and one more time, it's January 19th and January 21st at the Ordway. On the 19th at 7.30, on the 21st it's 3.30 and tonight ladies and gentlemen, free concert, Faith Mennonite Church, 2720 East 22nd Street. The next uh, program is in April, the Transgender Voices Festival. Tell me about that. That is correct. So uh, we, uh, so One Voice hosted a Transgender Voices Festival back in 2004, and uh, we felt that it was time to uh, to bring that uh, that back. And so we are hosting a Transgender Voices Festival. And uh, we're very excited about it. Uh, it will be April uh, uh, April 13th and 14th um, at McAllister College. And uh, we will be bringing in um, uh, transgender uh, artists from around the country who will wow. be uh, hosting workshops. And uh, this is uh, an opportunity not only for, um, uh, for the trans community um, to work on uh, voice and storytelling, um, but it's also an opportunity for uh, music educators and choral conductors to to come and learn about how to work with uh, the trans their oh, trans uh, yeah. students or their trans um, uh, singers. Uh, so that'll be really so that'll be a really exciting opportunity, and that'll culminate in uh, in a performance um, at uh, at McAllister. And then uh, Roots and Wings. 30th anniversary concert. Yes, and that will be Pride Weekend, uh, June uh, 23rd, 24th uh, at the Ordway Concert Hall. Now, I also... 
also um, want to have our audience know about your spring auditions. They're coming up Monday, January 29th. So tell me about that. So, yes. Yeah, so uh, we will, uh, uh, after our, our concert's coming up here uh, tonight and next weekend, uh, we will have auditions. And uh, to learn more about auditions, uh, you'll want to go to our website, uh, onevoicemn.org, and uh, you'll want to uh, sign up for an appointment uh, to audition. And everyone is welcome and encouraged to be part of One Voice. So absolutely, absolutely, we would love to. Uh, we would love to have people come and uh, and audition. Um, uh, just so that um, we are we are Minnesota's LGBTA. Uh, a stands for allies, uh, and uh, we have uh, about thirty percent of our of our chorus uh, are straight allies, and um, so it'd be uh, great to have people uh, sign up and audition. And be part of a rich community. Yes, exactly. So this has been about your – you're coming up to your year, aren't you, as being executive director? So just a little over a year. Yeah. I think about 15, 16 months now, yeah. Uh, so how has that been going so for you? So it's been going very well. It's been going very well. You've been with One Voice for many years, right? Uh, or, or, or no, you actually – You were part of it in some way. Uh, well, uh, sort of. Um, so uh, prior to joining One Voice, um, I worked uh, for the Gay Men's Chorus um, for a number of years. Um, and so uh, have – had that had a relationship with One Voice mm-hmm. um, through through my work there, um, and uh, joined uh, joined the family a little over a year ago. So, and it's going well. It's been great. Yes, terrific. I will say, being a two executive director household yes. has its complications sometimes, <laughs> but we all understand cash flow so much better as a household. Exactly, <laughs> or I should say, the lack thereof. Uh, <laughs> Well, I think one of the things that I'm looking forward to is your Pirates of Penzance. Uh, you know, maybe there'll be some um, some things that were inspiring from last year's concert, the outdoor concert, that now will be going indoors for you. Um, yes. Do you have any uh, last words for us to be considering? Well, we are. Uh, yes, the uh, we're going to be having an opportunity, so it could be for One Voice singers or anyone else, although it's not a singing role, to have a guest Queen Victoria every <gasps> night. Uh, oh so, yes, you may nominate your uh, yourself or your neighbors now <laughs> to come up and be on stage at the last minute. You'll be in the audience as Queen Victoria, and then you get to go up on stage. Oh my God. So tell me, how does that work? So if, if you are, if you nominate someone, you select them, they actually come to the show. Yep. And then there'll be a quick kind of walkthrough beforehand. Uh, and then you can go have your dinner or what have you, and then come back and get in your costume and be in the show. And then the the cast will be practiced at getting you up on stage. So, and, you know, in the spirit of inclusivity, we're doing multiracial casting and uh, cross-gender casting. So uh, you can be any kind of Queen Victoria you want to be. <laughs> Very nice. One. Yes, yes. And anything else that you'd like to share with us about uh, stories that are going on with One Voice? Uh, I honestly can't think of anything off well, the top of my head. I would love to share something from your fundraising breakfast oh, good. Um, back in the winter. Is It did really strike me with those, um, you know, one reason that allies join the chorus is that their vocal range doesn't match their gender. Um, we heard a really stirring um, uh, witness from a woman who actually is the vice principal at uh, Johnson. Assistant principal, yeah. Assistant principal at Johnson who, when she was getting her music degree, had to do a vocal class. And they said she was an alto and she's like, but I'm not. And she couldn't sing all those notes. And then her scores were reflective of, well, if you'd have just tried harder. Oh. And so one of the ways she found one voice was it's a place to be a woman who's a tenor. <laughs> oh it's like be a good tenor, not a bad yeah. alto. I and it. I also think the other reason that allies get involved in the chorus is is a great way to make new friends and bring your family up in an inclusive atmosphere. There are several chorus babies at One Voice who've grown up with them. Uh, so that's a wonderful uh, a wonderful spirit that they give when they're on stage. And I do want to give one more plug before we're uh, done, not only to go see these plays, but support art. Uh, that's another way to advocate. So you mentioned the fundraising breakfast. You can support both One Voice and Park Square, and your donation helps support art to keep doing the transformational work that it does and being out there and allowing the world to be envisioned in a new way. So consider parksquaretheater.com, .org, and Minnesota Voices. OneVoiceMN.org. 
One Voice Mixed Chorus, Minnesota's LGBTA Chorus returns to the Ordway Concert Hall for Sanctuary, an unforgettable evening of choral music celebrating the music of immigrants who make Minnesota home, including Scott